0: your coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. I am really excited for episode four of Book Club. This week we're going to cover the J. Billis classic, Toughness. Of course, uh, a lot of you know the story about the book. It started out as an article on ESPN.com, and then everything kind of blew up, and Billis decided to take it and make it into a book. Uh, coaches, if you don't have this book on your shelf you need to go out and get it. You need to go out and get it yesterday. It's on Amazon. Uh, I saw a used copy on there for less than two dollars with shipping and handling. You're talking maybe six dollars for this book. It's an outstanding book. There's so many good things in there for every single coach at every single level. Uh, we did things a little bit differently with it, um, and that's what I want to go over here with you guys today. We did a. We took the chapters. From the book, and we created a program. We just call it the we just called it our Billis program, where we covered toughness one day at a time for ten days, and it was really, really good for us. It was really good for our program. Uh, it helped our kids develop and understand when we said we need to be tough. Uh, they really, you know, seemed to take it to heart after we went through this program. So, uh, on each one of those topics, so. Uh, I want to spend about one minute on each chapter real quick and talk to you about those things that we did with that. If you're interested, email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com and I will send you what we put together. All right. So, uh, number one topic was toughness defined. And, and in the introduction, Billis defines toughness. And here's the direct quote here. Uh, toughness isn't physical, it's an intangible, an attitude, a philosophy. True toughness is a skill that can't be developed that can be developed and improved in anyone. Uh, He talks about Bobby Knight and how that the uh, mental is to physical four to one. Um, And then he says, I appreciate true, true toughness in any person. I'll take true toughness over talent. Any day, toughness wins, toughness prevails. But when you combine talent and true toughness, That combination can be unbeatable. Uh, We just dropped a podcast with Aaron Lozing from Crofton, and that screams the kids from Crofton there. Uh, So that's Billis and and toughness defined. And then his first chapter and our second day was trust. Um, And just some quotes from from this uh, chapter. You are not tough alone. The best teams have a collective toughness and trust. And that toughness and trust is contagious, which... It cannot be true, more true. Um, You know, my best teams—I know from my own personal experience—they were tough and they trusted one another. And that toughness and that trust was contagious. Belief is one characteristic that leads to toughness. How can you truly, how can you be truly tough unless you believe in yourself? And you've got to have that confidence in yourself. And you have to have that confidence when you fail. Fail. Here's another quote: Failure doesn't make you a failure. Failing, failing makes you a competitor. Every competitor fails. And then what we did when it came to trust is we dropped the Don Meyer foxhole test in. Uh, put your name at the front. Who do you trust the most? You put them right behind you. Uh, who's your right-hand person? You put them to your right. And you, whoever you're, you're the third person you trust the most within the program, you put them to your left. And we just gave them points. Three, two, one. And that told us a lot about our teams when we did the foxhole test every year. Third uh, day is preparation, and some things that Billa says about preparation. Tough players don't quit. When a player is fully and completely prepared, it is harder to quit because of the investment made. Uh, your kids that work the hardest—that's the one that the losses and the uh, the, the tough times—that's who bo- that's that it bothers them the most because they've invested in it. Uh, the only thing I can control is how I prepare and how I react to every situation. And that's really true in life, in basketball, and everything. You prepare, you prepare, you prepare, and you hope that you're ready to go. Uh, last thing on preparation. Preparation is multifaceted. It is about hard work, but it is also about concentration. It is planning on execution, and it's about how you frame things in your mind. Okay, You have to look at it from as many angles as you possibly can and prepare yourself. Uh, day number four was courage. And uh, just some things here on courage. Tom Crean uh, talks about how mental errors are from a lack of concentration, which is a lack of mental toughness. And when you make errors, when you're not concentrating, you are not mentally tough. Um, Again, talking about failure and courage, uh, you have to be willing to accept what comes from falling short. Because if you compete, you will fall short at times. Mental toughness is being able to accept what comes from winning and losing and the courageous part is coming back from that and and who you depend on and the courage it takes to bounce back from those failures communication was day five uh bill has talks a lot about this uh the slogan at nasa uh responsible to the element accountable to the mission and he says about this that simple nasa phrase summed up uh Team play in basketball, better than anything I've ever heard. On defense, a true team player, a tough player, needs to be responsible for his specific role and assignment, but accountable for the mission, which is to stop the opponent from scoring on the defensive end. Same can be said for offense, same can be said for team play overall. Um, But then with communication, I think we get so caught up in explaining ourselves that we forget to listen when we communicate. Uh, And here's what Billis says about listening nobody ever learned anything while talking. You have to know how to listen and you have to be aware of what to listen for. And he talks about that with that. And then John Gruden, and I think this is true for any coach. I know I've heard this first with coach Nackie up at Briarcliff back in the day. Uh, John Gruden tells his players that the time to be concerned is when he stops pushing and expecting more of you as a player. And sometimes kids don't understand that, that, you know, the kids that you expect the most, the things you have the, the kids you have the highest expectations for, those are the ones you're gonna get on the most. But some kids are just not wired like that. Okay. And we have to talk with kids, we have to communicate with kids, we have to explain to them why we are pushing them so hard, why we're getting on them so hard. And and communicate that and listen to them and listen to them and how they can tell you as a coach what can you do as a coach to communicate to them that they will accept better and it will actually help them? We may think that if I'm on this uh, player, um, either tough, you know, with a, with a louder voice or with a more firm stance, you now you know what, that kid may act like that's what they want or that's what they need, but really what they really need is a pat on the back uh, as well, you know. Persistence, number six, day number six. Uh, from Kevin Eastman, are you going to give up and give in, or are you going to get up and get in? And I think that's that's so true. Kevin Eastman, such a master with words. Uh, Tommy Amaker, hard work plus success equals confidence. And you have to be persistent. Nothing is guaranteed. You, there's going to be failure. you get got to get back up, and you got to be tough, and you got to fight through the next obstacle, the next thing that pops up. Uh, day seven is next play. And that, of course, is an homage to Coach Shashevsky. Krzy- uh, uh, a quote from Shashevsky in the book By moving on to the next play, concentrating and trying to move on to the next thing, you have a better chance to be at your best at that moment. You have to be tough enough to move on, whether the last play was good or crappy. It takes real mental toughness. And I think sometimes we're, we've worked and worked and worked on moving on to the next play after something bad happens, and we equate that with bad plays or disappointing situations, sometimes it's more important to move on from successes. Uh, as Billa says, the concept of next play applies to positive plays, not just mistakes. When a great play is made, you still need to say, next play, move on without dwelling on that great play. It can be that great play. It can be that great half. It can be that great game. It can be that great season. One of the things I've really admired with the coaches I've talked to on the podcast is They just want more the next season and, and, and they're happy with what's happened in the past, but that's in the past. They want to move on to the next thing. All right. Um, Day number eight, commitment. Um, You know, commitment is, is such a fragile thing. We think coming into the gym um, is being committed and that's true. You have to have that type of commitment. But you also have to have commitment to other things. You just can't show up and say you're committed. Um, You know, Tom Crean talks about getting to 50-50 balls. And when he sees that his team has the metal capacity to get 50-50 balls, he knows they're ready for the next level of competition. Um, You build a culture of toughness one day at a time. Uh, For a lot of high school kids... It's, you know, they don't think tough plays are cool sometimes. They want to hit the Steph Curry three. They want to, uh, you know, do the James Harden step back. How about taking a charge? How about winning a 50 50 ball? How about helping a teammate up after they fall down? Tough plays like that are, are really, really important, okay? Uh, day number nine was acceptance. Uh, we all need to be stars in our roles. For our team to truly be successful and we will all need to be great teammates to accept and embrace our roles one of the things that we hammered home with our kids was no accept and embrace and fulfill your role. And I think there was a, a four step process with that. Uh, You got to know your role. We're going to tell you your role. That's the coach's responsibility. Now it's up to you as a player to accept, embrace and fulfill that role. Um, And roles are difficult. Everybody wants to be the leading scorer at the very least. They want to be the leading rebounder. They want to be a starter, Um, you know, and not, you can only start five guys. You can only have one player score at a time. Uh, it's hard to, for kids these days in a lot of ways to accept their roles, right? Uh, I truly believe this as well. Coach-directed teams usually go, only go so far. The best and the toughest teams reach their greatest heights because teammates feed off of each other and are inspired to match or exceed the level they experience each day. And that comes with the acceptance of roles. Somebody's got to be that leader to take that team to that next level. Uh, the toughest teams are the most together teams, Um, and the role of every single player on any team is to be a great teammate. Uh, you hear stories about Kevin Durant and, and Jordan, you know, in his own way was a great teammate, uh, who did the little things. Uh, Robert Ory, uh, from the LA Lakers, uh, things like that. Tom Brady is a great teammate. All right. Um, the last day was resilience. Day 10 was resilience. Um, and, Billis uses a quote from Roy Williams that I really liked on resilience. You have to look at yourself straight in the mirror and ask yourself if you are doing the best thing, you, the best you can do, if you are as disciplined and as self as motivated as you possibly can be. You always have to evaluate yourself first, and self-evaluation is difficult. Coach Finley talked about that, where he had some things slip within his program, and he had to look himself in the mirror, and, and, and he even said, you know, it was hard for me to look at my wife and my my sons and, and everybody associated with the program. I said, I let things slip, but you have to be willing to look at yourself in the mirror. And if you're going to ask your players to look at themselves in the mirror, you have to be willing to look at yourself in the mirror as well, all right? The last thing on this is uh, Billis talks about in my own personal journey, I have fallen short many times of the standard of toughness. I I value and expect of myself and that those around me value and expect of me. And I think that's true. No matter how tough we think we are, there's going to be times where we fall short in this area of toughness. But as Billis continues, he says, but through learned self-awareness, I strive to pick myself up and do better. And I think that's the, the best, biggest thing that we can ask of any of our kids and of ourselves, right? <laughs> so we went through that 10-day process, and then we had the J. Billis toughness test. And we took the article that he wrote, and we basically made a survey out of it. And we described everything that he had in that article. And there were 33 There were 33 things uh, that he talked about in that article that we thought were applicable to our players at that time. And we just basically, you know, here's the scenario that Billis talked about. Now, set a good screen was the first thing that was in the article. And we kind of, you know, took that and and clipped and did some things. And then we asked him, do you set good, tough screens? Yes or no? And they had the circle, yes or no? And they went through all 33 things. And then at the end of it, we are like, okay, how many yeses did you have? Uh, if you had 30 or more yeses, you're probably a pretty tough player. And you know that's an A, tough player, all right? Uh, 26 through 30 was a B player, um, so forth and so on. Um, so, you know, that's what we did with, with the Jay Billis book, Toughness. Toughness. It is a tremendous, tremendous read. Uh, Again, coaches, if you don't have that on the bookshelf, I highly, highly encourage you uh, to go on to Amazon. uh, I literally just checked it here a little while ago. I think it's like $1.90, and then you got to pay your shipping and handling. There is so many good things, especially on the eve of the season here, that you can use with this book. So this week's book club, Toughness by Jay Billis. Uh, Again, if you want a copy of the Billis program that I put together, just email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com or you can uh, send me something on Twitter, a pen and a napkin and and we'll figure something out here. Um, But I hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Book Club. Um, My name is Marty Plum. I'm the host of A Pen and a Napkin and coaches, be sure to go out and like Jake Billis and toughness, go out and hone your craft.